Hi, girly pops. It's Mackenzie. And Skyla. And welcome back to She, she Said It. week for you pretty interesting my parents are in Europe right now mm. so I have the two dogs Bella's here with us right now she's our first guest she, I know <laughs> the panting is just like such good comedic relief <laughs> so it's been nice being by myself but yeah my puppy is a little terror He's just crazy. He is crazy. He's literally crazy. Literally today, I we get to her house to start to record, and we get in to like let him out of the crate and go potty, and he had pissed all over himself in the crate. Which he has never done that, ever. He was in there for like two hours. Only two hours. It's not like he was in there all day. Mm-mm. All over himself. Yeah. Piss. And then he's just like running around like a crazy person. Yeah, I put him in the sink to give him a little bath and he's like jumping out of the sink like launching himself out of the sink it took me and Skyla to hold him down and he's like yeah. he's big but he's not he's only four months he's not he's but what, he's 35 like 35 pounds. pounds he's just clumsy yeah cleaned him up and then he couldn't find his bowl to feed him lunch because he hid it under the couch so I was on my hands and knees trying to find this bowl mm-hmm. and he's like jumping on my back while I'm trying to find this uh-huh. bowl. Yeah. And then I had to go upstairs to grab my lighter for the candles, come back down, and he, like, he refuses to walk down the stairs. He <laughs> jumps down them. So he'll, like, launch all the way down the stairs and tumble. Well, and then it's, like, a slippery floor. Yeah. So he, like, lands and, like, it's falls all hard- over. It's all hardwood. So he'll land, and he's, like, slipping and sliding, and then he, like, gets up and then starts running and like doesn't stop just keeps yeah. going yeah and now i think i've told you this but there's these my house has like all these steps everywhere so there's this one spot that just has two steps and normally he'll just jump down it but now he'll like body slide you did say that which is so interesting like he'll be he'll be laying down kind of on the top stair and then if he sees one of us in the living room he'll want to come over and play and he'll just like lean forward and slide down the stairs <gasps> Oh, he's such a baby. He's so silly. But yeah, that's what I've been up to all week. Well, it sounds like an eventful week. Mm-hmm. What have yeah. you been doing? Nothing really. Yeah, same yeah. old, same old. Same, same old, same old. Well, should we get into it? Yeah. This week, we're going to be talking about dating. Dating dun, in your dun, 20s. Dun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are lucky, Skyla. <laughs> Because you are engaged. Yeah. And you're, like, already done yeah. with the dating cycle. Yeah. Whereas I am just, like, in the thick of it. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty interesting. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like my experiences with dating, yeah, it was, like, short-lived. Thank yeah. God. I mean, I had, like one other serious relationship and then it's just been Blake and he's forever now so I am grateful for that for sure Mm -hmm. I mean like the dating apps are so fun 
And I really try to get Mackenzie to like... I don't enjoy dating apps. Get into the dating apps. Like when I was single, Hinge was so silly. I have used Hinge for one day yeah. and then I deleted it. But the one day that I was on it was funny. It's so silly. Because yeah. I love the voice prompts because <laughs> yeah. some of the guys are really freaking funny. Yeah. I just think Hinge is like the easiest one. Um, I really enjoyed Hinge and I just, I don't know. I understand why like you wouldn't want to get into that. Yeah. And like, I agree that meeting someone organically is like so much better. Mm-hmm. But they're fun, and, like, you never know. I know. I had Remy and Cal met I know, I know. I had Tinder when I was in college, and I would just go on it, like, once a month when I would remember that I had it. Yeah. And then I would just swipe for, like, a couple minutes, and then I just, I didn't do anything. Yeah. And so I just, I've just never liked it. I just, for me, it's hard to feel like I'm making a connection. And I understand mm-hmm. that you have to, like, put yourself out there and try and it's not going to work unless you do that but yeah I'm also very anxious girly and so meeting a stranger and doing that is just really scary to me so I'd rather like meet someone in person or like through a friend or something and it feel more comfortable and stuff that's Mm -hmm. like what I've been hoping but actually my roommate was so mean to me I don't know if I've ever told you about her I think you have told me about her before. And she would say that I was like the little sister she never wanted. Yeah, like what the fuck is that? I don't know, but she... I was only 19 at the time and she was 21. And I would go out with her and her friends because we were in the same sorority. So we had mutual friends. So sometimes like we would, I would always tag along if she would go somewhere. And then she would always make a comment about how I was like too young to drink. And I'm like, I get it. I'm 19. Like, I don't know why it's like a big deal that I'm not 21. I'm like, then don't invite me to come out with you. Yeah. And we would just walk down the hill to like half fast or whatever. And she'd get a picture and I would just like hang out. Cause I don't, you can still hang out and not be 21 when you're there. Right. And she was just always like, oh my God, I just cannot believe you're 19. I cannot believe you're so young. And I'm like, you're the one who wanted me to live with you. And she was just, like, a mean older sister a lot of the times. And I remember talking to her about, like, wanting to get a boyfriend and how I was just kind of, like, ready for that. And, you know, she was out on dating apps, and she met guys a lot of the times through that. And I was like, I just don't, you know, I tried Tinder when I was a freshman. I just, I'm not super into the dating app thing. Like, I really want to meet someone organically. Yeah. And she was like, I can't remember exactly what she said, but she had said something so mean that was like, you just think that, like, your life's going to be a fairy tale. And, like, you're just going to meet some guy in class and it's all going to work out, but, like, that's not reality. And I was like, yes, it is. Yes, it, it happens the way every day. But I want it to happen, then it's going to happen that way. And dating apps are not the only way to meet people. No. And people meet in class all the time. Like, I've never met a guy that I've dated in class, but I've met a ton of, like, my really good friends just from random classes. So I'm like, she just had made it seem like, you know, you think you're going to live this fairy tale and, like, and you're just naive and young. And she would always go back to the fact that I was younger than her. 
And let me guess, every single guy she met up with on Tinder just wanted to hook up, and it wasn't a relationship. Well, there was this one guy that she was, like, hooking up with, and he, like, went to jail. <laughs> and then she still wanted to be with him. There was, I don't know, she would tell me some really crazy things, and I'm like, and you think me wanting to just meet someone organically is the crazy thing. Right. Oh my god. And then she was like, well, I still have his Xbox, and I was like, sell it. Sell it and just keep the money. He left it with you. He's in jail. He's like, just sell it. And she was like, oh, I cannot do that. I can't do that. I have to give it back to him. I have to see him again. I have to give it back to him. And I was like, and I'm crazy. Right. You know? Right, right. So that was really, that was really mean. And then I was very discouraged because I thought, like, am I, like, being naive? Like, mm -hmm. do I need to try harder? Mm -hmm. Do I need to succumb to dating apps? Is that just what people do in college? Like, I don't know. I felt very discouraged. But she didn't have a good track record of the guys that she was dating. Right. But then, of course, the guy that she, she actually got a boyfriend, like, halfway through the year. And they met organically because he was in a frat. And I think we had like a mixer with this frat. And that's how she met him. Organically? Yeah. At a frat party. <laughs> Funny how that like, works. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. And I could talk about her for so long. There was this no, one time. I re I'm remembering some of the things that you told me about her. I don't know if I told you this story. So... When her and her boyfriend, before they were boyfriend and girlfriend, they were, like, Snapchatting, which I, if you date over Snapchat, I think is, like, the biggest <laughs> red flag ever. Yeah. When, like, your only form of communication with somebody is through Snapchat. I'm sorry, are we in middle school? Yeah, which, like, I use Snapchat, but I just Snapchat my friends just to, like, keep in touch with them. I, like never really post on my story I don't look at other people's stories and I don't even have my notifications on snapchat I just go on it like once or twice a day just to like see my friends and if you have like a boyfriend or a guy and you're snapchatting him that's fine but as if you're like also texting him and seeing him in person like if your only form of communication is snapchat that's such a big red flag yeah it's like just text me immediately if a guy's like can I get your snap? I'm like, okay, uh -huh. stay the hell away from because me. Because then also, because working, when we worked in retail, yeah. a lot of the girls we worked with were in high school. And yeah. they only talked to guys on Snapchat. Yeah. And they would obsess over like, oh, I've been on delivered for 12 hours, but, but his he was snap active. store. Or like his snap score would go up or be like, okay, I sent him a snap 32 minutes ago, and he was active seven minutes yes. ago, and his snap score went up 16, which means that he sent eight Snapchats. Uh -huh. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is so ridiculous. Mm -hmm. That is so ridiculous. And, and then they would say, oh, he finally snapped me back, but now I have to leave him undelivered for double, so I'm going to leave him undelivered for 24 hours. <laughs> I know. It's like... And I'm like, what's the point? <laughs> You guys are crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Snapchat is a whole other problem in itself. Ugh. And Snapchat is how you cheat on your significant other. Oh, yeah. Snapchat's sneaky. Snapchat is how I think people think people use Snapchat because it's an easy way to cheat. Yeah. Blake and I were just talking about this. This is, like, all over the place. Sorry. We're, like, going over. I know. Over. It's... But it's fine. Blake <laughs> and I were talking about this literally, I think, like, two nights ago. 
neither of us have Snapchat. And I think like when we were talking about it, it was like a year and a half since he like deleted Snapchat. And we were talking and it was, we were both agreeing that just like Snapchat is, there's no good use for Snapchat. Besides like how easy it is to hide things, how easy it is to clear conversations. Mm -hmm. It just like the features they have on there make it so you can sneak around. My eyes only. My eyes only. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Like I'm so glad I do not have Snapchat anymore. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. And I mean, I still use it. I, I'm not, like, an avid user. I literally just use it to Snapchat, like, my friends who live, like, up in Boulder and friends that have moved to other states just right. so, like, I have some, like, silly communication. But I go on it, like, once or twice a day. And, like, the memories you get are haunting. <laughs> they're so haunting. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Okay, wait, but I have to tell a story. Yeah, okay, so Her and this guy just started talking. They had met at this mixer. And... Like, so he, she, they just talked on Snapchat, but she was like, he's just a really good friend. Like, he's super, super nice. You know, we have tons of things to talk about, but I'm not attracted to him in that way. So they just were really, like, friends. And I had met him a couple times. He actually was really, really nice. Like, Mm -hmm. I did really like him. He was a really nice guy. And he had frat formal. Mm -hmm. And... I don't remember where it was. It was in like Breckenridge or something. And he invited her to go with him. And she, it was like the day before they were supposed to leave. He had invited her last minute. Okay. And she came, I was just sitting in the living room. She like comes up to me and she was like, oh my God, like frantic, like out of her room. Like, oh my God, oh my God. He just asked me to go to frat formal. Like, I don't know what to do. And I was like, I don't know why you're asking me. I've never been a frat formal. Like I haven't talked to a frat guy and. She was like, okay, wait, hold on. I'm so sorry. I have to backtrack. I have to backtrack. Okay. I just remember something. I'm sorry. This, I'm so bad at telling stories. That's you okay. Know That's all right. Okay. Fast forward a few months. She wasn't talking to this guy yet. We, like, back to the frats. Like, we go out to frat parties. We're in a sorority. So, like, it's very common to, like, talk about frats and mingle with those guys, whatever. She was shitting on frat formals absolutely shitting on them she was like oh my god i would never go to a frat formal like those girls are like guys only ask girls so that they can get laid like the only purpose of bringing a girl to frat formal is so you can hook up with them but now she's freaking out because she was invited and so she was shitting on it she was like i and she literally said verbatim I will never go to a frat formal. And she was like, I think it's degrading to women. I think that women should like be more empowered and stand up for themselves. Like just really going on about like a feminist take on frat formals. Uh-huh. And I, in my head, I was like, oh, I would love to get invited to a frat formal because like, it's not just about sex. Like it's a free trip to the mountains for a weekend and you just party Yeah, and it's fun. Yeah. But anyway, so fast forward, she's talking to this guy. She comes over and she's like, oh my God, he just invited me to frat formal. And I was like, oh my God, like, what are you going to do? Are you going to go? And she was like, I don't know. I kind of want to. And I was like, I thought you didn't like agree with this and stuff. And she was like, oh no, no, no. If I go, I'm not sleeping with him. If I go, like, it's only as friends. I don't see him in that way. Like, I don't agree with women who go to frat formals 
for the purpose of sleeping with guys like I'm not gonna do that I'm just gonna do it for a free trip and have fun and I was like okay then go have fun whatever she goes the next day I'm like home alone all weekend she comes back and I was like oh my god tell me about it and she's telling me about it and she's not like she's just saying like little random things like oh you know we were drinking and then we were like in the hot tub and then you know we got all dressed up one night I feel like she was beating around the bush a little okay. bit and she was like just saying how they just all were hanging out in groups and having fun and then I just decided to ask I was like did you sleep with him and then she, there was like a pause and she was like yeah <laughs> oh my god so no backbone I know I don't want to like slut shame her or anything no I'm just saying like this is the person that I was like I was taking advice from right and feeling discouraged about how I wanted to go about a relationship and I'm just like this is not the right person for me to look up to no. when it comes to No, and any also of that. to be looking to her for advice and stuff like that. And then to see that she's like just so wishy washy mm-hmm. about how she feels. That's just like, I wouldn't want to get advice from someone who is wishy washy. Mm-hmm. Definitely not. Mm-hmm. Moral of all of that is like, I just am not a dating apps <laughs> person. <laughs> I feel like I'm the dater from people at work (laughs) and getting set up through friends is how I have really dated yeah so I think that's I mean that's a good way to date yeah I don't mind it but it's also hard at the same time like dating someone from work is like also really hard well yeah because like if something were to happen then it's just awkward Mm -hmm. Or, like, my first boyfriend, I met him at work. We weren't, like, we were working at a mall. So he, like, was the shipment guy. And I was, like, working in retail. So it's not like we worked side by side at the same company or anything. But, I like, anytime there was problems or anything, like, I knew he was in my vicinity. And it gave me so much anxiety. Yeah, like, he knew where to find you. You knew where to find him. It was like, he's here. And he was fucking around with other girls in the mall. So I was like, I would see them sometimes. And it just made my entire work experience really shitty. And I would look for certain girls' cars in the parking lot and be like, oh my God, she's here. And like, sometimes this one girl would like always be outside, like right at the door as we walked in. And I would always have to walk past her. And I was like, it was a nightmare. (laughs) But this other guy I'm talking to right now, I met through work. And, oh my goodness. (laughs) I have no comment. He is 36. But that's not the kicker, is it? No, that's like the tip of the freaking iceberg. He has three kids. Okay. Yeah. Um... Yeah. <laughs> He's strange. Like, okay, here's the thing. Oh, God. Mackenzie has told me about this guy, like, on numerous occasions. Like, yeah, for the last, what, like, month maybe? Yeah, like, when he would come into her work and talk to her. And she made him seem like he was, like, normal, nice well, guy. Well, he was. He was normal, normal was nice happening. guy. And now I just have a totally different view of him. Okay, because of I have to tell happening. these stories. Yeah. Okay, so... Let me paint the picture. He is like a super buff, very good looking man. 
Dilf. He is a, like the, literally the epitome of a Dilf. Like he is just really good looking and he, you can tell he goes to the gym like every single day. Like he has a great body and you can't, you like, you can't help but like be intrigued by him, especially when you're like a young little girl like me. And the red flag too, and I am going to acknowledge this. I'm not being naive. The red flag is that he's a like very big reminder of my abusive ex-boyfriend, which is a red flag. I understand. Moving on. The first thing that intrigued me by this man is this story. Oh my god. Yeah, Mackenzie told me this the other day. And I don't even know the word to describe the way I was Okay, well, first of all, okay. The best way to describe him is he looks like a lumberjack. He gives me, like, lumberjack vibes. So he'll come in a lot, and he's... Him and I have always had, like, a little bit of banter. Like, it... You could definitely tell, like, there was flirting between us. But, I mean, it was only a couple minutes, and then, like, he would, you know, go back to his office, stuff like that. But I always enjoyed when he came in because it was fun to, like, you know, do something when you're at work so it's not, like, so boring. So I always, like, had a little mini crush on him. And this one time, this was, what, May? So months ago, he comes in. And he's like on his phone and he starts laughing out loud on his phone, (laughs) laughing out loud. And of course I'm intrigued. And so I'm like, oh, what's so funny? Yeah. And he immediately is like, oh, like nothing. It's nothing. Like I can't show you like it's nothing. And I'm like, no, seriously. Like now I'm really intrigued. Like what, what's making you like literally laugh out loud on your phone? Because it takes a lot to like like, I, I find things funny. You can, like, giggle. But I, like, laughing out loud, it's got to take something big to make you do that. So I was like, no, seriously, like, what are you, what's on your phone? And he was like, oh, it's just a picture. And immediately my head is like, oh, it's a nude photo. <laughs> it's, like, the first thing in my head because he's like, I can't show you. And I was just like, okay, what kind of photo? And he was like, oh, just a photo that I sent to somebody. And I'm like, okay, so it's like 11 in the morning. We're sending nudes at work. Like, good way to kickstart our day. Right. Like, that's the only thing going through my mind. And I was like, what kind of photo? Like, still trying to get more information to see if, like, he would tell me straight up, like, what it was. Mm -hmm. And then finally, he was like, okay, okay, fine, I'll show you. And I was like, oh, shit, what is he going to show me? He shows me this picture on his phone. Of Barbie in a wheelchair. <laughs> like a picture of like of him in a store. The Barbie is on the shelf, but it's a Barbie in a wheelchair. And I was just like, why is that making you laugh out loud? Yeah. And he basically was like, well, I sent this to the girl I'm talking to right now. And for a, a Mother's Day gift. Because she also has a kid. I think she just had one kid. He's like, yeah, so I just, I sent her this as like a joke that I'm going to get her this for Mother's Day. Right. And it's still going over my head. Like this joke is still going over my head. I'm just like, okay. Is she in a wheelchair? So then I asked him, I was like, is she in a wheelchair? (laughs) But even if she was in a wheelchair, why would that that be funny? (laughs) Like that, that would be like, are you a horrible human being? (laughs) So I'm like, so I asked, I'm like, 
so is she in a wheelchair? And he kind of smirks at me and he was like, no. And then immediately the first thing that comes to my mind is the movie White Chicks. And I go, are you going to put her in a wheelchair? And then he just like starts like laughing. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm in love with him. Jesus Christ. Um, so that is true love, guys. Yeah. True so love. that's the story <laughs> that made me intrigued by him. And I was like, okay. I knew he was a DILF, but this is like solidifying that he's a DILF. So that happened in May. And then, you know, he'd come in once in a while, still back and forth a little bit. And then I remember a couple months ago, I think I asked him, I was like, oh, how, like, how's the girl you're talking to doing? Like, how's everything going with that? And he told me, he's like, oh, we aren't talking anymore. And I was like, oh, what happened? And he was like, oh, it just didn't work out, whatever. Like, nothing serious. And then I was like, slay. There's nobody in the picture. So, oh, by the way, even though he has three kids, he's not married. Don't you worry. Because <laughs> I already had an account, an encounter with a married guy, which I'll say that next. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, he was never married. He has three kids with the same woman. And he basically would say, like, the way he was explaining it to me and my boss, because he, like, talks to both of us. He was saying... That they had a really rocky relationship and every time they like got to a point where they were like ready to break up she'd end up pregnant and that happened three times <laughs> which is like what so um weird. so i'm like oh clearly you guys are having a rocky relationship but you still want to you know get it on with each other right like weird geez so yeah he's not married but so he would just come in flirt with me banter he you know it was always just silly fun. Like, I just was like, oh my god, this, like, dilf. Such a little fantasy, like, you know, flirting with a dilf. And then he quit his job. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, he was telling us for a long time that he was quitting. Um, and he had already had another job lined up. And he was just, like, wanted to do something new. And so he had come in on his very last day. And he was like, I just wanted to say bye. Like, it was fun, you know, hanging out with you guys. And he, like, gave my boss a handshake. And they were kind of talking. And um, and then he comes to me, and he was just like, you know, have fun in therapy. So he made a joke one time that he was like, why aren't you here on these days? And I was like, oh, I go to therapy. So he was like, have fun in therapy. Mm -hmm. And then he, like, drops a sticky note and walks away. And he had given me his phone number. And on the day he gave me his phone number is of course the day he looked so good. He was wearing like fitted blue jeans with brown boots, a flannel with a vest over it. So he literally looked like the epitome of a hot lumberjack. And it, I was like, why do you have to be looking like this <laughs> right now when I know you're not good for me? Like, why do you have to give me your number while you're looking like this today? So I texted him. This all happened, what, three days ago? I wish you could pull up the receipts on your phone right now. I can get my computer. You should do okay, that I'll and read it verbatim. All right, I have the receipts. <sighs> Mind you, while I was talking to him at work, I know everything I'm explaining does give off big red flags. I am aware. But while we were at work and, like, flirting and stuff, like, he was a normal dude. Like, he yeah. was never, like said anything that like creeped me out like never said anything inappropriate 
Well, besides that story, but I also was like, tell me what you're, like, tell me, tell me, tell me. Right. He so was, he never was guy. outwardly trying to, like, be icky or anything. I said, hey, lumberjack. Because, and I had told him, too, I was like, you look like a lumberjack today. Mm-hmm. And so since, like, that outfit was, like, ingrained in my brain. Right. I was, I said, hey, lumberjack. Can I just, like, preface by saying, you guys that are listening are not ready for this. <laughs> like, you really need to, like, prepare yourself to oh listen to how this conversation okay. goes. Continue. So I say, I say, hey, lumberjack. He says, hi, who's this? <laughs> Which, like, what? Already, like, what the fuck? I say, who do you think? <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, you tell me. And I just say, Mackenzie. And then he goes, need picture for verification. And I literally said, you're joking. Yeah, like... I just said, you're joking. Already on, like, a weird foot. I'm sending these to Skyline. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, I have never had the beginning of a text conversation with anybody like this before. So I say, you're joking. He goes, you're the stranger here. I don't know who this is. And then I respond and I go, you give out your number to too many girls you can't keep track, huh? Because I'm like, is, are you tr- like, what are you trying to play right now? So I was like, right. do you just give your number to too many girls? I don't understand. And then he goes, I think it's a simple request. Yuck. And then I said, are you going to send one back? And he said, possibly. Right then and then there, like, probably should have just been like, okay, this is like not even worth it. But I proceed to send him a picture of me. But I sent him a picture of me and my puppy mm-hmm. to be like... So nothing risky. No, 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 no. But also I had... I was like, I'm not about to take a picture of myself right now. I had just gotten out of the shower, yeah. home from yoga. Like, I still had a red face. I was just like, no. Yeah. Not right now. So I just sent a picture that I had, like, a recent picture of me with my puppy. And I say, me and my puppy. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then he goes, how do you keep that puppy happy when you're always so mean? And I said, I've never been mean to anyone in my entire life. But the thing is, is when we flirt, I, like, mean flirt with him. But uh-huh. he, like, eats it up. Yeah. So he always makes a joke that, like, I'm mean. Okay. So that's the preface of that. Then he goes, poor young lady has been wanting my number forever. You should be happy today. Oh, and my I was God. Like, what? <laughs> what? I go, wow, way to hype yourself up. What makes you think that? And then he goes, it was obvious. You get bright red every time you talk to me. And I was like, I do not. And he goes, yeah, it's a tad obvious. And then I said, my face turns red over everything. How do you know it's you? Which is true. Like, it is true. We'll do a yoga class and I'm like five shades darker than you because my face flushes like so quick. So I'm just like always flushing. So I literally was like, my face is always turning red. And then he goes, red and bright red are two different things. Which is like, okay, what the hell do you want from me? So at this point, I was like, why do you give me your phone number? Yeah. And meanwhile, like, he's the one who comes and seeks me. I never go to his office. I never find him anywhere. He comes into where I work. He gave you his phone number. Yes, and not only that, like... He'll come in twice in one day. Like, he'll come in, just open the door, and be like, hey, I'm leaving for the day. I just wanted to say bye. Have a good night. And then leave. 
like just quick doesn't even come through the, the threshold of the door just opens it because he wants to say bye to me yeah so it's like okay what's what's the purpose so here? you're giving me vibes that like you like me right and like a couple weeks ago he left another sticky note and I thought it was going to be his phone number, but he had just drew me, like, pictures of hearts on the sticky note. Like, a little, like, doodle sticky note that he had been doodling on. Yeah. And I was like... So then it's like to finally be communicating over text, and he's going to act like this? Right? Like, what? Yeah. Okay. So, he says, red and bright red are two different things. So I said, I think you need to get your eyes checked. And he goes, I got good eyes and lashes. And I said, don't forget humble. <laughs> And then he didn't respond the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. And he texted me the next morning. I'm curious why you wanted my number for so long. Oh my <laughs> god. And I literally said, it's fun to flirt at work, but I didn't think that anything more than that was going to happen. Yeah. Because genuinely, like, I didn't expect it. I was like, he has three kids. Like, he's not looking for a 23-year-old mom. And I'm not looking to become a mom of three. So I was like, we both just enjoy like having fun stuff at like flirting at work. So many people do that. Yeah. So I, w- I literally said like, I didn't think anything else was going to happen. And then he goes, oh, okay. Then I guess we should just leave it at that. And then me, I was like, oh no, you're not going to like end this. Well, it's like, okay, do you want me to be like, yes, thank you right? so much for giving me a chance. Right? Like you are God. I think he what? wanted me to be like, oh my God, I just like. You're just so cute you're so and dreamy. like dreamy, and you're older, and you're a man. Like I feel like he wanted his ego, yeah, which is gross to be filled. And in my head, I'm like, this ain't this is not my first rodeo with an older man. Like you have no idea the shit I've done with older men. So, right, you are not special by any means. He is the oldest, but, but not by much, by two years. Yeah. Um, and so, but he has no idea about my ex or anything, right. which like, it's not like I'm like holding it against him that he doesn't know my dating history, but I'm just like, like guys, I feel like are so quick to make assumptions about girls. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, what? don't make these assumptions. You have no idea. Right. So I decided to ask, I said, why do you give me your number? Because now I'm like, you're asking me, but I'm like, why do you just pull the trigger and give it to me? He goes, mm-hmm. cause I knew you wanted it for a while. And then I said, is that really the only reason? And then he goes, I was hoping you could do me a favor, but it's too late for that. Oh, God. Here we go. Here and we go. I'm like, I send this to Skyla, and she goes, oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay, so then I go, what favor? He says, I was going to ask you to sit on my desk bare ass and leave a cheek imprint on it so my boss would have a lovely surprise for her when she gets back into town on Monday. (laughs) Okay, and in my mind, I think that that... Like, at first you're like, what does that even mean? In my mind, that means to me that he wants to fuck you on his boss's desk. Yes. Right? Yeah. But you were saying that you didn't think that. No, because to me I was... I don't know, because it was his last day. Fair. Like, I don't, I would, I just didn't think, to me, I would, I thought that that kind of guy would be straightforward and be like, oh, I wanted to fuck you on my desk before, like, right. I quit. Instead of being, like, weird. He definitely is, like, very forward, 
like in person and like he told me the story about the wheelchair th- like I just I assumed that he wasn't in- man enough to be like tell me verbatim I'm like okay. if he's gonna tell me that he wants me to sit bare ass on a desk then I feel like he would have said yeah like to fuck me about. yeah I do feel like his text is just very cryptic it weird. is it is okay. okay so then I so then when I was texting Skyla and and she told me she's like I don't know if he means like he wants to fuck you on the desk or like what so then I was like okay well let me clarify then because I'm like what is going on so I say I feel like there's more to that than just sitting there yeah to see if he's like says anything nope just a little departing gift so they can wonder what the fuck happened which it's like what does that mean so then I said why didn't you do it then yeah I'm like if you just want to leave a cheek which I'm like, how does I even leave a cheek? I, I he's just being cryptic. I like I was like, this just doesn't make any sense. So I was like, why didn't you do it then? Right. Like why me? Right. And he goes, I'm just lazy. So then I said, if I had done that, it, it was too late to do that because like the office was this was on a Friday, or this we were texting this on a Saturday and the office was closed over the weekends. And there's no way to really get in there. And he had quit. So it was like, it wasn't like I was going to go back and do it. So I just said, if I had done that, then what? And he goes, then we really could be besties. Um, and I'm just like, I'm telling, Skyla's like, stop texting him, red flag. And I'm just like, this is not the guy that I know. Like, I don't know what he is doing, but this is not the guy that I see in person. Like, I don't know what is happening. But I was like, I don't want to stop talking to him because, like, I still think there's something genuine about him that he's just, like, not – he's just, like, trying to be cool or – I don't know. Yeah. Well, and Blake and I kind of had the thought where it's, like, I feel like to you that's, like, not the man that you know. But to me, that seems kind of like that is his true self. Like, yeah, he's hiding I, yeah. behind the screen. Blake did tell me that, He too. finally feels confident enough to, like, be his true self. And clearly, he's a freaking weirdo. Okay, but then – 180 yeah a complete 180 okay i'm i feel like i was kind of like not giving into what he wanted like i was saying like i wasn't you weren't feeding into it no and i wasn't admitting that like oh it's all me i'm the lucky one here whatever then there i literally told him i was like you know you're not the only guy at work that flirts with me I literally said that because I was just like, I don't want him to think that like he's my only option or like whatever. So I wanted to make it clear, like, you know, you're not the only guy who flirts with me. Like you're not God. He goes, um, maybe you have some prospects. And I said, they're all either married or icky, which is true. He goes, poor baby. I said, guess I'll have to settle and text you. And then he goes, oh, I see how it is. I will limit my, my responses then. And I was like, so he can give it to me, but if I give it back, he, like, gets all butt hurt. Yeah. Weird. Then I finally asked him, I was like, what are your intentions here? Because I still was just like, I don't understand why you gave me your phone number. If you thought it was just for me, like, how are, what are you getting out of this? Like, I, right. you know. If you want to hook up, tell me you just want to hook up. That's what Blake said. Blake was like, just text him and be like, are we going to fuck or not? <laughs> no, really, though. Like, really. If it's just a hook up, tell me. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
And I'm not forward enough to say that. Yeah. So I wasn't going to say it. But I think asking what are your intentions. Yeah. So I just said, what, what is your intention here? And he just said, being friendly and getting to know you. And I'm just like, I literally said, so get to know me. Like what in these past day and a half conversations have you done to get to know me? Right. And then he said, what are your intentions? And I said, have some fun. (laughs) And he goes, I like fun. We finally have something in common. And then he was like, did a complete 180 after this. I just feel like he sounds like a creep. I like fun. We have something in common. (laughs) Well, I did say that I wanted to have fun with Okay, yeah. I just feel like he just sounds weird. Then he uh, he was like, do you like sports? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I like sports. And then he, we were talking about our favorite teams. And he also is from California. And I'm from California. But we're from different parts. So we like different teams. And they're like each other's rivals in California. So we were like, oh, you know, we're each other's rivals in sports. Like blah 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 and it was like literally normal conversation and I was like wow we went from like you saying like oh you're so lucky to have my number to like oh let's talk about our favorite sports teams it just seems odd so then like we had talked about that the next morning he texted me or no sorry sorry Sunday night he had texted me he said have fun at work tomorrow I'm gonna be sleeping in and thinking of you and I was like, so you do like me. Yeah. You are saying, now you're like trying to say a sweet thing. I'm just like, what were you trying to prove before? Like, I was telling Skyla that I felt like he thought that I was like a super young person that he could like, like a conquest kind of. Mm-hmm. And like, to me, I'm like, oh, a DILF is definitely like a fantasy to like hook up with a DILF. But then to them, it's probably like a fantasy to like have someone, you know. 12, 13 years younger. Yeah, like an innocent yes. sort of thing. So yeah. neither of us have the best intentions with each other, but whatever. You need to delete his number. I know, that's what everyone says. And I don't want to just because I like the attention, and that's literally the only reason, is I just like having attention. And I haven't yeah. had attention that I like since my ex because the other guy that was texting me was just so boring. Okay, yeah, but... I feel like attention from him is kind of toxic. It's yeah. not like... Yeah. I, I'm not disagreeing with any of this. Yeah. Like, I do have self-awareness. So I do understand what I'm doing. I do think it would be really fun to hook up with him. I really do think it would be fun. That's life. That's my goal. Have some fun time with a DILF who can put me in a wheelchair. Like, that's a story! I can then come on the podcast and be like, you guys, let me tell you about the night with the Delph. Like, this is crazy. I feel like I'm in my Alex Cooper era right now. Okay, keep us updated. (laughs) Keep us updated, Queen. The thing about where I work is I work in an office building that has, like, so many different companies in it. Yeah. So I'm, like, constantly meeting just people from all different places of work. No one that works with me. I just have one coworker, and he's married with kids and whatever. So this one guy, I met him in December of last year, and he asked me if I was single, and at the time, I was not single. And I said, no, I'm not single. And he was like, oh, okay. I just wanted, like, my buddy saw you and thought you were cute, so I wanted to ask for him. 
And in my head, I was like, yeah, fucking right. You're asking for yourself. So then I just went about my merry way. And then he finds me on Instagram. He DMs me on Instagram and is basically like, it was nice chatting with you today, whatever. And then I said, were you really asking if I was single for your friend? And he said, yeah, I really was. And I was like, okay. And then fast forward, broke up with my boyfriend at the time. And then I DM'd him again. And I was like, I broke up with my boyfriend. <laughs> and he was like, oh good. Because I had told him a little bit about my boyfriend and he was like, you need to get the fuck out of that. Because yeah. yeah. So I had like confided confided in him a little bit about what was going on and he was like if you need help like I will come with you to move out of the house like I will gather my boys and like we will help you so when we broke up I was like oh I think he'd be a nice person to talk to since like he was super supportive about everything so I told him that him and I had broken up and stuff and then we were just like dming and then we exchanged phone numbers on instagram and then we started texting and you know I was like oh this is not like he's super nice like you know, he was pretty cute in person. And then I, I was like, oh, I, I know, you know all these things about me because I was telling him all about my ex and like what that relationship was like and things like that. So I said, you know, so many things about me. Right. Tell me about you. Yeah. And the first thing he says is I'm married and I have a one-year-old daughter. It's like, then why are you texting me? Yeah. <laughs> Like, go be with your family. And I was like, I genuinely thought that you were asking if I was single for yourself. And he was like, no, I, my coworker really <sighs> just thought you were cute. Oh, God. And he's also in his... No, he's not... Actually, he's not 30. He's 27, I think. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, God damn it. Like, men are shit. Yeah. So, he set me up with his, his coworker. Right. And his coworker is 30. And so him, he like gives his coworker my phone number. We start texting and I had never seen him in person, but he had seen me Mm -hmm. and thought that I was cute. But the guy who set us up, the married guy was like, oh, he's really cool. Like you'd like him. So I was like, okay, like I'll trust you. So we texted for a little bit and then we had a date planned. And he is probably one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Like genuinely truly like a southern gentleman he's from texas so we go on a date and he had planned an elaborate date okay he came to my house to come pick me up Mm -hmm. he that day he got a haircut and got his car washed before picking me up for the date which was very nice he comes inside my house and the kentucky derby was on that day and so i was like we have to watch the kentucky derby before we go anywhere. So we watched it really quick. He like met my dogs. Thank God my parents had an event to go to. So they weren't home. Thank God. Cause he even said, he's like, I'll meet your parents if they want. And I was like, ooh, no. Yeah. So he had planned for us to go out to dinner at this like build your own mac and cheese place, which was, it, it was a cool idea and it was good. And then he wanted to go to this ice cream factory in Denver afterwards. And he was like, I heard it's super cool. And I was like, okay, cool. And then he's like, and then after we'll go mini golfing. Which that's like 
an excruciatingly long yes. first date. I'm like, what if we don't like each other? Like, I how do you know? Time. How do you know that you'll like me enough in person that you'll want to go along with this whole date? If we're having a really good time, then we can add on to the date, but it shouldn't be planned. to just assume we're gonna hang out for five hours. Yeah, straight. that's kind of crazy. Yeah. So we go out to dinner, and then. The whole time, I knew immediately. I knew immediately that we weren't compatible, and I just did not see him that way. Still, so nice. Like, opened the door for me, paid for everything. Like, And he even texted me. He was like, what kind of music do you like to listen to? Because I'll make a Spotify playlist for our date. Which is, like, so cute. <laughs> he really is so nice. But the thing is, is, like... He just was only nice. Like, I felt like he was holding back. Like, I wanted him to make me laugh and, like, have a little bit of banter. Just, like, be a little bit more fun and adventurous. But it was just, like, nice. Yeah. So it just wasn't super intriguing for me. So I knew immediately that I was like, I do not, I'm not going to be able to make it through mini golf. And, like, this is just way too much. I just don't find this compatible. I am not over my ex. I have so much shit to work through and he is such a nice guy and I'm just going to ruin that for him. And I was like, this isn't going to work between us. And so I told him, I was like, Hey, do you want to just take me home? We were at the ice cream shop at this point. I was like, Hey, do you want to just take me home? Like it was already dark outside. I was like, it's been a long night. Like we can just go mini golfing another day. And he was like, yeah, that's totally fine. And we're driving home and he asks me in the car. We're like pulling up to my neighborhood and he's like, can I kiss you when we get there? And he's like, I just wanted to ask. And I'm like, Ugh. I can't say no. But also, like, why do you have to ask? That takes the thrill yes. out of it. So we pull up, and we took a picture together because the married guy wanted – he was texting both of us the whole time. He's like, how's it going? And he – we took, a, like, a selfie together to send to him, and then – like, I knew it was coming, and I was like, this is awkward, because I'm like, mm. So then he kisses me, and then I go inside. Yeah. My parents are waiting, and they're like, how was it? And I'm like, Ugh, and I'm telling them that, and they're like, it's okay. Like, at least you put yourself out there and tried something new. You found out it wasn't what you wanted. Like, at least you're trying to do something other than, like, my ex-boyfriend. And I was like, okay, right. you're right. Like, this was good. And then I told them that, like, I just... And then I told them the truth. I was like, listen, I am still talking to my ex. There's so much shit happening. Like, I can't be talking to you right now. And he was like, I'm really sorry, like, that that's all going on. Like, I appreciate you telling me, whatever. And then we stopped talking. So it was, like, fine. And I see him at work sometimes, and he talks to me, and he's still really nice to me. So yeah. it was fine, but... I don't know. It's hard. That's why I don't, like... That, to me, was like a version of a dating app to where we were going in. Like, yeah, we were texting for a little bit, and we had a mutual friend. But it was still kind of a blind date because we had never talked in person. So, to me, that's kind of like a dating app. Right. You don't talk in person until so you have a date. Mm -hmm. That's true. And so, while we did have plenty to talk about the whole time, it wasn't ever awkward or anything. But it was just, like, boring to me. And so, that's why I like to get a feel for somebody before that because then I'm like, oh, I, I would hate to, like feel uncomfortable on the date and have to find a way out of it or have to let them down afterwards like that just all makes me so uncomfortable yeah and then I 
texted the married guy and I was like, hey, I don't think it's going to work out between him and I. I just felt like he's so nice, but it just wasn't like intriguing to me and stuff. And he was like, well, I thought you guys would be perfect together because he needs somebody to like push him out of his shell and to get him to like have a fun time. And I was like, I am not the person for that right now because I need somebody who's going to like push me and who's going to help me have fun and get over things in the past. Like I need someone who's going to be that for me. I can't be that for somebody else. Yeah. So that didn't work out, which was fine. I'm so glad I went. It was still like a good experience and it helped me learn like there are more people than just my ex-boyfriend like there are way better people out there and there's people who want me and people who want to go on a date with me and who want to date me I don't have to like be stuck with this one person so that was really nice reminder for me that there's more yeah than what I kind of was thinking I just think right now dating is hard with social media it's hard dating is hard It's hard to meet people organically. It's hard. Like, people don't know how to talk to one another, and it's weird. Mm -hmm. Especially, yeah, with social media and all of that stuff. We're so used to our phones. Mm -hmm. Like, it's so easy to text. Texting is so easy. It's so easy to text somebody. It's so easy to flirt over text because you have time to think about it. Right. And then... But then the second that you're face-to-face, it's like, uh... (laughs) And I... Ugh, I hate that. I know. So I do, I feel for you. I am going to say I don't think a 30-year-old is a good choice. I agree. I I just think you need to, like, I don't know, change your, I don't know. Just, I know. like, switch your view. It's What's hard is that the only people I'm really coming into contact with right now are, like, older people who work That's in true. an office. You know, who have more of their life established and that's who all flirt with me and that's who I'm meeting right now or who I'm meeting is like my friends as friends but they're just not mm, a good match at all so I'm kind of stuck in a place where I'm like well where else and I don't go out that often. It's not like we're going out into Denver all the time because Denver is really not that fun. It's not. Here's what I think. I think you need to look at it as right now is not... Like, you're just not meant to be with somebody right now. Yeah. And when you are meant to be with somebody... It'll fall into place. It'll be, like, so obvious to yeah. you that that is your person. Yeah. Well, there is this one other guy at work that... I don't want to say that I have a crush on him because I haven't had... You don't know anything about him. ...a substantial conversation with him. The thing that intrigues me about him is that he is 23. Yep. And he's 6'7". Yep. Which I feel like I've... And he's cute. He is cute. He is very cute. And he is very nice. And I think I've... I have always pictured myself with someone who is super tall, because I'm tall, I'm 5'10". So I've always pictured myself with someone who's like over six foot, who's kind of like a giant teddy bear, is who I've kind of always pictured myself with. And then I go with these rough, older guys who are like 5'11", and the complete opposite of what I will like see myself as 
ever since I was younger, like any guy I've seen myself with, I have not dated anyone who is like that. Yeah. So I think that what intrigues me about this guy is that he is my age. He is well above what I thought the height would be for someone that I would be with. Like six, seven is huge. And so it's just fun to like fantasize about someone who fits more of the profile that I think would be compatible with me. So I do like that there's at least someone my age at work Mm -hmm. that there's like possibly a potential with, but him and I don't really talk as much as the other guys talk to me. He kind of comes in and he's quiet. He's quiet. He's a little bit more reserved but not in like a mean way or anything. He just, I think he's just like more of a reserved person and that's like totally fine. So I don't know how we'd break that barrier, but that's like my only good prospect I think right now. And that's who I should look more at are guys like him mm-hmm. who are my age mm-hmm. and who are nice and mm-hmm. I'm like actually physically attracted to. And yeah. You'll find somebody. It just is going to take time. Yeah. Don't rush it. Just take your time. Yeah. We'll see. For now, I got Delphi. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Okay. Bye, guys. Yeah, we'll see you next week.